I'm going to introduce you to Pastor Sharon and her husband Dan's dogs. They're the sweetest things. Oh, I love them so much. I just want to take them home. Sharon told me that she was going to check my purse before I left her house to make sure I wasn't running off with Stella. Aaron and I house sat for them back in May. And this gave us a special bond with their puppies. And now they're not only Stella. This one on the left is a puppy. Scooty is seven years old, but all dogs are puppies to me. (laughs) And while we were there, the dogs had to get used to Aaron and I and our own routines. And we also had to get used to their routines and get used to them a little more, too. And one of the things we learned that it was that Scooty was a pretty chill dog, and he just loved lazing around and getting scratched and rubbed and then sneaking in a few snacks here and there throughout the day. We also learned that if Stella didn't get her own way, she made sure we knew she was not happy. Many times I tried to load the dishwasher only for her to come and start licking the forks. And I would drive her out, but then she would just come straight back, right away, testing her boundaries. And at one point I said, Stella, no. And then she responded with a snarky bark, as if to say, you can't tell me what to do, this is my house. (laughs) She also claimed anything that was unattended. And we quickly learned not to leave any clothes on the floor or this would happen. Stella really likes to have her own way with things, and she's the queen of the castle. Even if she, uh, even if she, the, even if Dan and Sharon doesn't think that she is, she she is. <laughs> but she is still a puppy, and she's still learning right from wrong, and she's learning how to listen to her masters. That when Pastor Sharon or Dan speaks, she is to obey because they are her masters over her. That really, she isn't the queen of the castle, no matter how much Sharon spoils her. That she has to listen when directed and learn right from wrong. The subject that we're going to be talking about today is listening to wisdom. That when wisdom calls... The wise listen. When wisdom calls, the wise listen. And we're going to be reading from Proverbs chapter 8 today, but let's dive into the background of the verses before we actually start reading. The Hebrew word for wisdom is shokmah, from the verb shokem, I think I said that right, meaning to be wise. It covers a broad area of meaning in the Old Testament, and it can refer to the skills or ability of craftsmen or artists. Most often, shakmah refers to a person's wise judgment or decision-making, which leads to success. And one of the more important aspects of wisdom is the fear of Yahweh, of God's the wise maintain a reverent attitude towards God because of a fear of him or a respect, an honor, an awe of him. And this serves as the starting point of wisdom. So you need that before you can go any further in wisdom. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. 
And in chapter 8, wisdom is personified as a woman who calls all of humanity to heed her voice and how wisdom will bring life to their own life. And in contrast, Solomon, in other chapters, the author of this particular section of Proverbs, he wrote about an adulterous woman. Uh, and he warns his sons about her about, because she brought death. So wisdom brought life, but the adulterous woman brought death. So the literary term for this technique for a personifying wisdom as a woman is called personification. So it's casting an abstract idea, in this case wisdom, in, as a person or a living thing. So wisdom isn't actually a woman. But that's just the, the personification. So for English, we say greed overtook him or love blinded her as personifications. In these cases, the speaker refers to abstract concepts of greed and love as if they were living things. So that's kind of what the writer of Proverbs is doing here. Wisdom begins by affirming her credibility Stressing that she speaks only true, noble, and righteous words. Hear this. Only true, noble, and righteous words does wisdom speak. She assures her audience that even ignorant people can learn her teaching and thereby enrich their lives immeasurably. And if they persist, they will discover that her rewards far exceed Gold and silver and jewels, the marketplace standard of wealth, from, but from wisdom transcends all these prized commodities. So she is stressing and calling out fervently to those around her to come and heed her words so they too can have wisdom. And today we're going to be talking about when wisdom calls, the wise listen. And my first point is that we will be looking at three of wisdom's qualities, the qualities of wisdom, so we can be assured of her credibility. So quality number one of wisdom is that wisdom is true. Wisdom is true, meaning what she says is faultless and accessible and right. Verse Starting at verse 1, it says, Listen as wisdom cries out. Hear as understanding raises her voice on the hilltop along the road. She takes her stand at the crossroads by the gates at the entrance to the town. On the road leading in, she cries aloud, I call to you, to all of you. I raise my voice to all people. You simple people use good judgment. You foolish people, use some understanding. Listen to me, for I have important things to tell you. Everything I say is right. For I speak the truth and detest every kind of deception. My advice is wholesome. There is nothing devious or crooked in it. My words are plain to anyone with understanding, clear to those with knowledge. When wisdom speaks, she is telling the truth. 
Wisdom says of her words that there is nothing crooked or perverse in them. Because of this, the words can be understood. They are plain to all who seek her and understands. They, there is clarity and straightforward character to wisdom. Now, of course, there are some deep and occasionally complicated passages in the Bible, but the fundamental truths of the Bible are plain to those who trust God and honor his word. And the Holy Spirit is also there to shed light on passages which confuse us. And if we're still confused, that doesn't mean that they can never be understood by us. But with study and with talking with other Christians, the answer can be brought to you. When we would speak to Scooty, he would usually listen pretty well unless he had a good sniff of something outside, then you couldn't move him. He would come when he was called, and he knew right from wrong. Stella, on the other hand, not so much. She did not realize that when what we were saying to her was true and trustworthy, that we had her best interest in mind when we told her not to lick the knives in the dishwasher. Wisdom is true. Wisdom's second quality is that it is valuable. Wisdom is valuable. Verses 10 to 11 say, Choose my instruction rather than silver, and knowledge rather than gold. For wisdom is far more valuable than rubies. Nothing you des desire can compare with wisdom. Nothing that we desire can compare with wisdom. Think of that thing that you want the most right now. The thing that you've been saving up for or desiring or striving towards. Wisdom is more valuable than that. The wisdom that comes from God and God alone is more valuable than precious metals or important possessions. Those who love and pursue wisdom will find themselves rewarded. Those who diligently seek out the wisdom of God will find it. And the blessings which wisdom brings, which are the riches and honor and righteousness, those are the blessings that wisdom brings. But remember this. We don't seek out wisdom to get blessings and riches. Now, it's not the point of wisdom to, to completely and utterly benefit us so we can get more riches or to have things or to have status. But we seek out wisdom so we can see how valuable it is in living for God and his ways. Wisdom's value comes through honoring God and building his kingdom and living for him in all we do. That's the value of wisdom. So we can live like Jesus, a holy life built around his life, and then pass that wisdom on to others so they too can live out this type of holy life. Scooty knew the value of listening. He knew that if he was a good boy and didn't cause trouble, then he would be rewarded. Stella, on the other hand, didn't realize the value of listening. When we ate supper, we would give them a little treat, you know, if they were good. Scooty would just kind of sit there watching us, and, but he wouldn't bark or try to snatch the food from us. But Stella, 
She tried her hardest to take the food off our plates or the drinks from our cups while we were still eating and drinking them. She almost ran off with a piece of Aaron's chicken off his plate at one point. He, walked away. he didn't even walk away. He was still sitting there, and she lunged for it. So we had to be very careful about where we placed our food, and we stopped leaving our plates in front of us in the living room if we got up for a moment. She didn't realize the value of listening to us, the reward if she would, be, if she would obey us. But Scrooge did. Wisdom is valuable. The third quality of wisdom that I'll be talking about is wisdom has good judgment. Wisdom has good judgment. Starting in verse 12, I, wisdom, live together with good judgment. I know where to discover knowledge and discernment. All who fear the Lord will hate evil. Therefore, I hate pride and arrogance, corruption and perverse speech. Common sense and success belong to me. Insight and strength are mine. Because of me, kings reign, and rulers make just decrees. Rulers lead with my help, and nobles make righteous decisions. Where good judgment is found, there is wisdom to be found. Good judgment can also be described as self-control or prudence if you wanted to use that instead. Now, just in case someone doesn't know what prudence is, and I didn't really know either, um, it is defined as wisdom applied to practice. So wherever true wisdom is, it would lead to action. Action. Good judgment is action. Action and what we have learned from Jesus' teachings to put into practice, not just, not, and not just to have knowledge on that one particular topic, but it is to know when to speak or when to stay silent, to know when God wants us to act and when he wants us to be still, when to know to teach others and when to just love on them at certain times. Good judgment is not impulsive, and is not given to extremes. It is to seek God first and then act according to his will. We would take Scooty and Stella outside almost every day so we could try to tire them out. Because if Stella did not get her nap, oh man, that happened once, never again. It led to a huge burst of energy and then her peeing on the bed at 9 p.m. in the night. So we had to make sure that she got lots of sleep. So when we were outside with them, they had to learn good judgment in the yard. And they had to learn what they could and could not do. Scooty knew that he had to stay tied on and stay with us. Stella wanted to be a free beagle, and she tried to chew her leash off. Scooty knew that he couldn't eat everything in sight, but Stella would try to eat the grass and the pine cones and the June bugs. And big clumps of dirt, every chance she got, she loved those big clumps of dirt. She'd pick it up and she'd just run with it. Needless to say, we had to keep an eye on her so she would use good judgment, just like Jesus does with us. He keeps an eye on us and helps us to have good judgment. 
Wisdom is good judgment. So we just talked about the qualities of wisdom. Uh, she is true, never wavering, and always right. She is valuable, more valuable than anything else that we could ever desire, and she has good judgment and helps us to have that judgment when making everyday decisions. And these qualities assure us of her credibility and that we should also seek her out. So next we are going to be listening, listen, listing two of the benefits of wisdom. Now, again, I want you to remember that we do not seek out wisdom solely for her benefits, but we seek out wisdom so we can be just like Jesus on this earth so others can know him too. But wisdom does come with benefits. So the first thing that we see is that wisdom gives understanding. Wisdom gives understanding. Let's go back a little bit to verse 14. Common sense and success belong to me. Insight and strength are mine. Because of me, kings reign, and rulers make just decrees. Rulers lead with my help, and nobles make righteous judgments. Wisdom enables people to give wise counsel and sound judgment and to have understanding and power. And this understanding helps us to know the scriptures better, to know Jesus and his ways more and more, and for us to make good judgments like we just talked about in our last point. And this wisdom is important for each and every one of us, including those who are in positions of power. Wisdom makes a person courageous like a soldier of valor, Kings and rulers and princes and nobles all rule well if they do so by ruling with God's wisdom. They make laws that are just and right. But in the Old Testament, during the days of Israel's kings, they needed to seek out the wisdom and understanding of God if they wanted to rule their kingdoms well. And unfortunately, the fact is that many of Israel's and Judah's kings and her neighbors did not make fair laws, and many, many kings made very poor decisions, which showed a lack of God's wisdom in their own life. Aaron took Stella and Scooty outside at one point while I was at work, and when he brought them in, he forgot to close the door as soon as he came in before he let Stella off her leash. And well, she booted out the door, and she fell right into a deep mud puddle. And Aaron ran over to her, and she was a little bit shaken up, but she was fine. And uh, he was holding her out like this so that he would not get full of mud. And then he had to run into the bathroom and put her right into the bathtub. And she did not enjoy it one bit. <laughs> Scooty knew that running away from his master would lead to trouble. Stella just wanted to go have some fun. She did not have the understanding of the consequences of her actions, but hopefully she does now. <laughs> Wisdom gives understanding. And lastly, we see that wisdom gives blessing. Wisdom gives blessing. Starting at right, going right down to verse 32. And so, my children, listen to me. 
for all those who follow my ways are joyful. Or another word we could use here is blessed. Listen to my instruction and be wise. Don't ignore it. Joyful or blessed are the, those who listen to me, watching for me at my gates daily, waiting for me outside my home. For whoever finds me finds life and receives favor from the Lord. But those who miss me injure themselves, and all who hate me love death. Verse 32 said, And so, my children, listen to me. So wisdom has already given her a very impressive resume at the beginning of chapter 8. And now she can make a reasoned appeal for us to listen to her. So these are the reasons why you should listen to me. So now make your move. How she will bless us and follow her instruction is so important. She has given us all the reasons as to why she used to be sought out and how we can have a life changed with her by our side. This blessing, the blessing that wisdom gives, comes to those not only who listen to wisdom, but are willing to inconvenience themselves to seek her. They are willing to watch daily at her gates, and wait at the posts of her doors, as we read earlier in the text. That is what wisdom wants us to do. Their pursuit of wisdom is intentional. It is not accidental. Wisdom is represented as having a school, per se, of instruction to men and women. And it seems to point out some of the most forward of her scholars to coming through their intense desire to learn. Even before her gates are open, they are waiting there for her to open them up. Just like if you're waiting for a movie theater to open up before going in to see your favorite movie, or if a new store is opening up, you're waiting outside for all the doorbusters. So that way they might hear every word that is uttered by wisdom and not lose one accent of the heavenly teaching. Blessed are the people who do this. In sometimes subtle and sometimes obvious ways, the world and the flesh and the devil want to, us to think that we will somehow lose by listening to wisdom and keeping her ways. But the truth is, is that there is great blessings in keeping her ways, even when it's hard. Even when everyone is telling you to take the other route, even when your own body is yearning to do the other thing, we need to trust wisdom because she will give us understanding for the situation that we're in and what Jesus wants us to do, whether that understanding could come from an audible voice from Jesus or from reading his word or from another Christian speaking a word over you. We will get the wisdom to know what to do in hard situations. Wisdom gives understanding, and she helps us to know which path to take. And even though you may lose something with this path, you will gain so much more in blessings than taking the other route. Given that wisdom has proven herself to be good and reliable, she has proven it 
in these verses and that she brings many blessings with her, we should give wisdom our attention and never dismiss it. Because Stella is still a puppy, she needs a lot of guidance and rules. And maybe she thinks it isn't fair because Scooty doesn't seem to need as much direction or discipline. But she will learn that wisdom, that the wisdom that her masters bring will help her to have a good and safe life. And this will bring blessings to her, like lots of treats. And also more freedom to move around the house without wondering where she is or what she's getting into. Being able to stay out of her crate when the house is empty. And making her masters happy because of the path that she has chosen by listening to them who love her. You now have some wisdom about wisdom. You know that the qualities of wisdom are true and valuable and good judgment. And we benefit from these qualities. We gain understanding and blessing when we follow God's wisdom and seek it out in all we do. And this is available to everyone. There is nothing secret about wisdom. She is to be found on the highways and in the city gates, freely available to all. There is no talk of only finding her in the church or through reading books or by making a pilgrimage to a guru up on a high mountain. Wisdom is found in everyday situations, wherever there is a choice between right and wrong. But we just have to seek out Jesus's wisdom through that by asking him, asking him, and he will give it to you. So here is my challenge for you this week. Seek out wisdom. Do you have a problem or a situation that you're not quite sure how to get through? Are there struggles in your life that you need answers to? Seek wisdom. Ask God for it, and he will freely give it to you. Dive into the Bible and look for answers. And I find even typing in on Google, biblical proverbs on, insert, insert your problem here, helps you to find where the Bible verses are. Because most of us don't know the whole Bible inside and out. So looking up these little uh, verses really helps. But make sure that you read the entire passage and not just that one Bible verse that pops up so we don't take it out of context. And also ask questions to other strong Christians. They can help us find the answers and seek to have more godly wisdom. Scooty has a lot of wisdom. You can see it on his face when he knows how his world works. But he is still continually learning more wisdom all the time. Stella is on her way to having a lot of wisdom, but she still has a long way to go. But that's okay. She's on the journey and she is learning every day how her world works. And with us, seeking wisdom is a daily and every moment commitment to seek out God's will in every situation, and to yearn to be more like him in every circumstance. God is calling out to us to have wisdom. But the question is, are we listening, and are we willing to go and seek it out? Let's pray.
God, thank you so much for this time. Thank you that we can have your wisdom and that you freely want to give it to each and every one of us. Usually we have to work hard or pay something in order to get something that is of value, but you want to freely give it to us. Thank you so much for that blessing. God, we just ask that you would help each and every one of us to have that wisdom in whatever circumstances that we're in, any problems or decisions that we have to make. I just ask that your will be done and that you would please give us the wisdom, your wisdom, to make the right decisions. And that when the world is trying to tell us to go one way or the other, for us to remember that your wisdom is true and valuable and gives us good judgment and gives us blessings and gives us understanding that the world does not have. God, we love you so much, and we thank you for who you are and what you're doing and for this blessing. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.